<laughs> what happened? Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. <laughs> oh no. Why do you have the giggles? Oh no, I don't know. <laughs> have you ever felt like really like out of body? Oh yeah. And then, but it's weird. It's like you're numb, but you're not. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? Tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was the best joke. I know it wasn't a joke. I know. But that delivery was everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. That was awesome. I love you too. How are you? I'm, we, we know I'm tired. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm great. You know, this weather's weird, but you know. Is it the weather? It's so weird, dude. It's like super cold in the morning and then, well, yeah. super cold in the sense for what is May weather and yeah. then it warms up and I'm really confused with how I dress because I'm... Well, but then it's like windy too, which yeah. like makes it feel colder than it really is or whatever and it's just really, really annoying. Yeah. I'm walking around with a wool cardigan in the morning and then by the time I leave, I'm like, fuck, I, I wish I just had a t-shirt on. Oh my on. God, I know. And then, I don't know if this is just an LA problem or whatever, but like, or like a Southern California problem, but like, I'll go to work in the morning and like, there's like a bit of a fog mm-hmm. or like a cloud layer or whatever. Yeah. And then I'll sit, like I'm, I'm in an office with fluorescent lights all day or whatever. And then I walked outside at like two o'clock today and it was so bright outside. Oh yeah, it felt like my you needed eyes, like my eyes, like were like struggling to adjust. Like I was scared to drive for five minutes. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, like I can't even look straight ahead, let alone like yeah. drive or whatever. But um, LA problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I walked outside and the sun was out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so bright. <laughs> Where are my sunglasses? <laughs> but seriously, that's a real problem because I never have sunglasses when I need them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so bad about sunglasses. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I, I'm like the worst about it. No, I'm good about it now. If I need it, I need it. It's good now. Yeah, it's good now. <laughs> I learned. Um, so, T. What's up? Should we get into it? Why not? Okay. Oh, if you're going to twist my arm. <laughs> I mean, I really wasn't. We can totally pause and like just chill. But <laughs> what other tangents can we talk about? <laughs> so, okay. This is episode 803. And the name or like the title of the episode is another one that like is a little up for grabs because yeah. it's like, what the fuck is it really called? Because IMDb says one thing, Amazon says another, the DVD calls it another thing. Okay. I mean, not it's not like three different things, but like okay. the real full title. So I'm going with the DVD on this one All and right. calling this episode PK. Okay. Not PK, a.k.a. Preacher's Kid, or not P.K. Dot, or whatever. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who had all those? I don't know. One of them, or two of them. Oh, see, Amazon was PK. <laughs> yeah, but but also Amazon had it like big P and little K. And then, oh, okay. and then IMDb had it like P.K. Parentheses, a.k.a. Pre- preacher's Kid, or oh. Kids, or whatever. And then, but the DVD is just... P K both caps like that's it which like I feel like duh like that's what it should be called yeah like the Amazon one makes no sense whatsoever (laughs) like it's not even a word or whatever like I don't understand what the hell Amazon thinks it's doing these days (laughs) um like it's it's really goofing but you know where Amazon is not goofing at least this season is the spoilies I'm really appreciating these like one sentence like okay super like vague and like not giving anything away spoilies i forget so, you actually read them after well after i watch yes. yeah so the one for this episode is simon lobbies to start college a year early okay like so chill like not not bad given away we kind of sort of already knew he wanted to do that from the last episode yeah. so it's really not a spoiler at all i love it okay the dvd description is after Ruthie is taunted at school, her boyfriend Peter gets beat up defending her. Boyfriend. Boyfriend Peter. <laughs> Chandler starts dating again, and Simon explores his options regarding college. Okay. So, mm. yeah. Lots going on in this episode. Um, we have to start with the elephant in the room, which is that 
the show apparently not only are they not acknowledging grandpa pete charles's real death in real life oh yeah grandpa pete charles himself is still alive on the show yeah i know because annie has gone to arizona to visit with him for two days yeah like why i don't know (laughs) why Uh, are we doing this i know i was i was surprised i was waiting for like in loving memory or maybe there's really shocking are they going to set it up? I was worried that that the fact that she was going over there means that like this might be the episode that like you know the character dies or whatever. But like again, no, he doesn't. Yeah, which is really shitty. Like that means like Brenda Hampton's like, listen, we get that Graham died, but like we're just gonna like keep the char- we're just gonna use the character whenever we need to. <laughs> like, are you crazy? I know, and I mean, and no no mention of Ginger. No, Do you get not what I'm at saying? all. Like no one talks about Ginger. Not at all. No. And not at all. To quote um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> <laughs> and not well. That was a horrible impression. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that has left Eric in charge of the house and the twins, yeah. and the twins are not too fucking happy about it. Nope. I'm home now. Mommy's only going to be gone for two days, and while I'm away, you and Daddy are going to have a lot of fun. We don't like Daddy in the daytime. We don't want him. What? Come on. You want me. You love me. I'm Daddy, and I'm fun. He's going to make us go to work with him. We're too young to walk. Well, of course you are. But but maybe you can help Daddy with his work like you help me. You guys are really good at helping. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're too young to work. Yeah. Like, okay. We're too young to work. <laughs> so cute. I love, my favorite line is, we don't like Daddy in yeah. the daytime. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> we don't like him in the house during the day. We like nighttime. He's fun. He's fun when he's, like, putting us to bed, but yeah. not when we have to play with him all day. <laughs> it's like, who's... It? Like, they're probably thinking, who the fuck is this cloud? Well, basically, and what a sad statement on Eric's parenting up to this point. Yeah. Like, like that they don't even care about him. Like, Yeah, dude, Daddy, at some point, you weren't working. What the fuck? fuck were you I, doing those days well, he was moping around trying to be a vj or DJ oh yeah or God. <laughs> don't remind me of this season i mean that season <laughs> it's the season we don't speak of <laughs> actually no that's season six though for sure yeah <laughs> um so anyway so the twins don't like daddy and what i love is like it's kind of a runner like throughout the episode like yeah like when they have to when he's getting them ready to like go with simon or whatever and they're like, we, Daddy says we have to go. It's going to be fun. And then Simon's talking to Eric and they're like, is this the fun part? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> is this the fun part? They're like snarky, which is really funny. And it's interesting because I guess this is how Brenda Hampton likes to write little kids because ruthie was like this at yeah. their age like yeah, yeah she would just come in and like say something like you know just like drop a line on you you know like yeah where it's just like damn kid <laughs> yeah yeah she likes to make her kids this way with simon ruthie yeah, yeah. exactly like just like a little bit of attitude you know not yeah. like in a bad way but just like they're, you're just like damn kid <laughs> And as fully evidenced by Houdini later on in this episode. Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll, we have so much to get into. Um, you were you about to say something? No, I was about to ask if you recognize that little girl. The little Houdini? Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. Oh, did You watch August Rush? No. You never watch August Rush? Is that the movie with little Charlie Chan the Chocolate Factory Boy? Yeah, yeah, and Carrie Russell. and. (laughs) It's it's a sweet Who movie. Who was the guy, Justin Thoreau? No, oh. it, uh, uh, I'm forgetting his name. It's the guy that was in the show The Tudors. Mm. Oh, uh, Jonathan Reese. What's his name? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Reese Myers. Some, yeah, Jonathan. <laughs> no way. Isn't that the guy that played Gimli in all the Lord of the Rings movies? <laughs> no. There's yes. Oh my God, you're right. Like there's there, that guy, and then the Gimli guy have yeah. like very, very similar, similar names. names. You're right. <laughs> well, okay, he was in Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that I know, guy. I know who you're talking about. I just can't. I just don't know what his real name. Yeah, I'm is. forgetting his name too. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, that guy. 
Oh, okay. So, so what about him? No, well, the oh, she was girl, in our yeah, August Rush. She, she's really cute. Um, well, somehow he ends up uh, at the church that she's at because mm-hmm. he's like walking by the church and he hears, I think, the organ or something being played or he's singing. He's hearing someone sing. Uh-huh. So he follows the, the sound. Oh, it's a choir. So he follows the sound of them like singing and he keeps looking at this little girl. Aww. And um, yeah, and he and sleeps she can under. Sing. Yeah, she can sing. She has a beautiful voice. And like she slept on. Uh, he slept under her bed. Mm-hmm. And and she's really cute because once she hears him playing the organ at the church, mm-hmm. she goes, "I found a prodigy." <laughs> <laughs> so Wait, so was she older in August Rush, or she's like this age? You know, I can't remember how old August Rush was. I can't remember if I was in high school or if it was just after high school. Oh, so it's after this then, because this is like oh three. This well, it might be around the same time. Oh, okay. It really might guess, be around the same time. I guess the, the question time. is like, does she look like this yeah, on the yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Movie. Yeah, she does. Okay. And it's so cute. When I saw her face, I was like, oh, this little one. <laughs> and, then I, and I remember... and I remember the Oscars too because she was at the Oscars. Yeah, they, who is this kid? Uh, yeah, and it was the year that like John Stewart, I think, was hosting. John Stewart hosted the Oscars. The, one yeah, year? he did. Dang, he did. I just. Again, I don't know why this information stays, but it does. <laughs> I, I don't ask for this well, shit to stay. I mean, hey, I have that too. There's lots of useless information floating around up here as well. So. It's just like, oh, come on. We get it. We're just a couple of savants. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of August Rush level savants yeah, about TV and movies. <laughs> terrible. Let me play an instrument with something. I don't know. I know. I always wonder, like, if I... If I ever picked up an like, if I had been fostered a, 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 the ability to play an instrument as a child, like would I really have become some sort of prod- prodigy? <laughs> like I wonder. God, I know. <laughs> or I guess I guess is the test of the prodigy like that? Like you wouldn't need a lesson; you just have to sit down in front of the piano and know how to play it. Yeah, that's that's what a true or, prodigy either know prodigy how to is. play or like you can actually see or whatever mm-hmm, feel what mm-hmm, your next mm-hmm. move is supposed to be. Yeah. Without any predetermination, like you just, yeah. you just like blindly sit down in front of a piano one day and you're yeah. like, doodle doodle yeah. doodle. This is August Rush, apparently. Dang. We can hear the notes. Well, that's like, what's his name? Who was the deaf guy? Beethoven? Was it Beethoven towards the end that became deaf? Or was it Mozart? You know? Mozart? Mozart. <laughs> it might be how Mozart. You pronounce his name. Mozart. <laughs> towards the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, are we back on track? Yes, we are. So, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Simon has a counselor appointment with the Board of Education. Yep. So, because he's like officially like, I'm not going back to school. So, they have to figure out what his so options are. is this Simon's exit? I don't know, dude. I haven't looked it up. I don't want to know. Okay. I don't want to know. I mean, we know it's not like tomorrow because yeah. like he's he's in the he's in this they're episode. actually trying to give someone a real exit yeah yeah it's legit it's not just like Abrupt. oh wait, they left yeah <sighs> well i guess mary kind of had an exit too yeah sure she just it. said bye get out of my car <laughs> <laughs> no but her real exit was before that wasn't it oh it wasn't yeah. you're right it was her saying that was literally just like peace out never to be seen again and yeah, then she keeps coming back <laughs> seriously man um okay so yeah so they have this meeting and annie's kind of like pissed off about it because she's like i want to be there like don't make any decisions without me and eric's like we're not making decisions we're just learning about our options yeah they seem to forget that simon has a mind of his own yeah seriously they're acting like he's 12 and like like what's the best for this kid like he's 17 years old he's he might as well be 18 he's literally a full functioning adult like let him do what he wants to do why are they so hell-bent on keeping him at home i don't know and like Annie, you've been around him long enough to know if this kid makes up his mind about oh something, God, he's going to follow it. through. Yeah. So, so they go to this counselor and like Eric like is Eric's like asking questions he already knows the answers to. You know what yeah. I mean? He's like he's like, "Oh, so can you take the GED and the and then like or no, no. Eric's like, "What's the age limit to take the GED?" and the guy's like 18. He's like, "Oh, Simon's only 17." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then he brings up the CHSPE or whatever the fuck and the kid's like, "That's only six, you know, you, can't, you only have to be 16 for that and your grades are good." And and Eric's like, "Oh, okay, okay." Mm-hmm. And like, what are the options like for college? You know, when could he start? Like in the next fall 
wall or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, the counselor's, like, legit. Like, he's not, like, being a dick about anything. He's just answering the questions or whatever. But, like, Eric's, like, guiding the conversation yeah. to the result that he wants. And then the twins need to use the bathroom, so he leaves for a second. And so Simon pours his heart out to this guy. Yeah. And it's really nice. I mean, it's kind of, like, excessive because we, the audience, already know his whole drama. So, like, I didn't need to hear all that again. You yeah, know? I know. But, like, whatever. Like, like, he tells the counselor everything that happened to him over the summer and how he needs to get the fuck out of town. And then, um, and then we hear the first, ins- the, we hear the first usage of this lovely term. Yep. It's hard to scream when everyone's looking at you, you know? And you sure everyone's looking? My dad's a minister. Everyone in the community knows me. And everyone has an opinion. PK, huh? Preacher's kid? Yep. Me too. Look, there are a couple of colleges that you could appeal to. Write a personal letter, explain your situation, and ask that your official admittance be contingent upon you passing the CHSP. Are any of these colleges far, far away? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple that have PKs in the admissions office. (sighs) You're going to have to make a heck of a personal appeal. So, I love how the word or the term PK gets thrown around in this episode. Yeah. Like, like it literally feels like Brenda Hampton just learned something. And she's like, let's just use it a bunch of times, guys. Because, like, I just learned this amazing term for preacher's kids. PK. Like, the fuck? Yeah. And then. <laughs> Is that a real thing? I'd I love to no know. Because it's not a term I've ever heard. I've never heard anyone be referred to or call someone a PK before. Yeah. Same. So listeners, let us know if that like if that's like a real thing. Like, did they make it up for the show? Did it have this like resurgence or did it get created in 03 or whatever the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> um. So then. So right. So now Simon gets this bright idea. He's like, OK, cool. Like. I can write an I can write a letter contingent on my CHSP whatever exam. Yeah. And like fuck let's do this so whatever basically he puts together this video he gets he gets with a friend who has like editing software or whatever Mm -hmm. and he puts together this like video essay package thing yeah which i wish we could see it i know (laughs) like i know i'd love to see that him just like walking around like i'm simon this is my life (laughs) like (laughs) this is my life isn't it join me won't you like i don't know it would be fun to see that kind of like do you remember that episode of modern family where Manny is putting together a similar type of thing to get into film school or yeah. whatever. And he has all these grand ideas. And then Jay's like, no, man, you got to be like in the street. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it all falls apart. Um, oh. That's like in my head what it was. So, so he puts this package together that he's going to send to a couple of the colleges that would accept that. And see what happens it's in, it's exciting i'm excited I, for him yeah i'm i'm glad that he's doing this dude just get out i feel like there's, there's this like fire lit under him for yeah. the first time like in a long time mm-hmm. you know maybe since he read fucking 1984 or whatever like <laughs> outsiders 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 when he cried that's right because <laughs> <laughs> i have to keep reminding myself that it had nothing to do with anything like the book he read and then the social issues he was worried about Dude, wearing all black, like, you know, not eating like a finger's worth of like foreign Jews. Oh, my God. He was like 10. He I was know. just such a cutie little booby. I think he had like spiky hair at that time. No, too. no, no, no. He was still rocking that floppy. He had that white platinum hair still. God, gorgeous hair. So cute. Oh, he was really cute. Yeah. I'm really digging this hairstyle on him, though. Like, this, this like, sort of shaggy, like, tucked behind the ear look. Yeah. God, I am such a sucker for a man who tucks his hair behind his ear. Oh, my God. It is, it's pretty cute. Oh, I'm such a sucker for it. Well, yeah, if the guy can rock it, yes. Yes. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, certainly. Like, not everyone I Remember can Matt Camden, you're in love. Oof. I mean, it's still there. Clearly, <laughs> I mean, Simon's hair is nowhere near the level of Matt's yeah. yet, but like, or I, I don't, I don't think it'll ever will be, but like, yeah, no, it's like, it's just, it's just long enough that it's like just tucked yeah. behind his ear and I'm just like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yeah. So like good for Simon, dude. Get the fuck out. Go live. Find yourself. Yeah. Go be a fully functioning adult in this world. Yep. I'm all for it. I'm here for that. Um, so what else happens? Meanwhile, at the station, <laughs> Detective Michaels suckers Kevin into babysitting. Houdini. Well, his granddaughter. Yeah. And I literally wrote, whoa, Detective Michaels has a family? Yeah, that's what first <laughs> exact like, did we thought. know that? Like, I didn't know he was married. I didn't know he had a kid. I didn't know he had a grandkid. I, I knew none never of that. Never explored any of that stuff, right? Or did nope. I just not remember it? No, they never talk about it. They never They never did. I don't even know if he ever wore a ring. Thank you. Um so So Kevin gets suckered into babysitting because Lucy is going out with Roxanne or whatever. And and in my mind, I was like, oh, this is going to be a great thing because the thing that we're setting up here is like Kevin's going to see how hard it is to raise a kid or whatever yeah. and like drop the subject with Lucy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's not at all what the thing is because the th- real thing is, is that when Lucy brings it up to Eric, well, well. I'll just... No, I'm okay. When Lucy brings it up to Eric that Kevin's babysitting Haley is her name, Eric's like, wait, he's going out with his wife, so he needs a babysitter? (laughs) And gets all like weird about it. Suspicious. Yeah. And so that's when I was like, Eric knows something. Like, what are we going to discover now? Yeah. So then he goes and calls. The, de- the detective and is like um you don't have a wife what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about <laughs> and i was like yes we're not crazy we're like he made it up but he didn't really he was married yeah he, but he's getting a divorce which i'm like way to fucking throw us for a loop brenda yeah. <laughs> like what the hell you tell us we're thinking he's married he's had a family and then oh no no He's not. Well, not, not only did we never know he had a family, yeah. now all of a sudden he has a family, but he's getting a divorce. Yeah. Like, <laughs> For a quick second, they made you believe that, like, you know, he had a family, whatever. But the best is, <laughs> I don't know, the fact that I believe that there was a family and they let you hold on to it even while he's on the phone. And he goes, but you're divorced. You're like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you're like, so he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Like, you hang on to that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But then, but then it becomes so then it transitions into Eric talking to Detective Michaels like, oh, I think, you know, something about Simon's case that you're not telling me or whatever, which and then cut to Michaels is like undercover at some grocery store or something. So it's like, what the fuck? And then he mentions that Cecilia gave him this hot tip. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening here? This town, man. Like, it felt so, it felt like 15 layers of, like, red herrings, you know? I'm like, like, okay, can we just not get so confusing that the audience is lost? Seriously. I'm all for, like, not showing all your cards too soon or whatever, but, like, when it's this convoluted and I'm losing track, like, there's a problem. (laughs) Like, Cecilia gave him a tip. Um, so, so then Kevin is babysitting this little girl and everyone has warned him and Roxanne warns him too, that like, you know, they call her Houdini for a reason. Yep. Like you got to keep your eyes and ears peeled at all times with this girl. So cut to there. Are they in the apartment? Is that where he's babysitting or yeah. is it at her house? First? No, first it's at, it's at his apartment. Okay. And, and then, then they go into the house. Yeah. Okay. So they're at the apartment and she's like watching TV or whatever, and then she's bored. And she's like, I'm bored. You need to entertain me. Yep. <laughs> Your grandpa said you would entertain yourself. All I had to do was make sure you were safe and happy while he took your grandma out for dinner. My grandma? She left him a long time ago. They're not married anymore. D I V O R C E D. She couldn't take another year of him being a policeman. She hated it. She was scared all the time. Then he agreed to take me while my daddy went to school. So she said, fine, if you want to raise another kid, you raise another kid. But I'm leaving. And she left. Look, I'd rather not know about this, okay? And she left. (laughs) Okay, why don't you tell me what's going on with the Camden kids? That would be entertaining. That would be gossipy. And I don't gossip. I don't like gossip. What if I told you something about the Camden kids? No, thanks. I have good stuff. <laughs> She's so cute. She's amazing. 
Who is this kid? You'll love her in August Rush, man. She's so cute. She's freaking cute. And I just love her like little attitude and the way she like just completely spills all of her grandpa's tea like all over the place. (laughs) Like (laughs) she left him a long time ago. (laughs) And she said, fine, if you want to raise another kid, I'm leaving. (laughs) And she did. she's so cute oh my god it's great and of course what does houdini do in the house oh my god she spends her whole time trying to get kevin to drink stuff yeah so that he's gonna have to go to the bathroom Bathroom, and she could be left alone it's so she's crazy yeah she's like you want some water you want some soda you want some juice She's so smart. To the point where she has to get, he has to take her into the house so that he can go to the bathroom and like not leave her alone for a second or whatever. And then as soon as Kevin's gone for a second, she she suckers the twins into playing hide and seek. Yeah. Count. (laughs) So she goes, she goes, I'll hide. You guys seek. And then they're all like counting like idiots, like one, two. (laughs) And then Kevin's like, what happened to her? And they're like, we're playing hide and seek. He's like, this is how I got screwed. Holy shit. And she fucking hides back in the garage apartment bathroom. Yep. This bitch like climbs the stairs, opens up that huge door thing they have. Seriously. And goes and hides in the bathroom to be found by Lucy. Yep. Who opens the door and she's standing there and she's like, what the hell? (laughs) And then Kevin turns on his like police man voice on her and is like, what are you, what did we say you're never going to do or whatever? I don't know. I can't do it. (laughs) We talked about this. Talked about this, Houdini. (laughs) And then she gets like, and then she tries to spin it again. She's like, do you want to try being less mean to me? (laughs) I, I he goes she goes kid. she goes I'll tell my grandpa and you know what's worse he might like it and make you do this again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> best kid ever she's great and, and then Lucy yeah <laughs> say it yeah yeah I'm glad we waited <laughs> yeah we're doing the right thing waiting yeah <laughs> fuck so good um I would I would want them to have like a really like a monkey kid like this no, crazy no 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 it would just be funny no, to see it would be impossible it'd be funny to see kevin lose it i don't think he would though yeah probably not but he would just, just be entertaining. I, I think if kevin had a trouble like a like a terror of a kid yeah i think kevin would turn on the nastiness and be like an abusive gross dad I, I see that happening more than him just being like, oh, what's going on? You know, <laughs> like I don't see Kevin being one of those like like in one of those montages where like he ends up like spinning and like the dust is flying or whatever. I don't see that happening to Kevin. I see Kevin having a kid that's running around toppling things and being a terror and then him like yelling and being like, get the fuck, get your ass down here right now, you know, and like being like, no, no, daddy's pissed. <laughs> Oh no, I don't want to see that color on Kevin. Um You just wrote an episode. I did. <laughs> Spec script <laughs> For a show that's been off the air for eleven years. And let it stay off oh the my air. Lord. Seriously, there's been so many resurrections of shows these days. That's fine. Let it be no, sitcoms, no, comedy. I'm, just all I'm not saying this all shit. I'm saying is like, yeah, this better not get fucking resurrected. You know what's getting rebooted? No, what? Charmed. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. Like, it's I, legit getting remade. It's not even a reboot. or it's just, it's just They're just like, and they're pretending like it's not. Yeah. Like, CW has a new show called Charmed. It's about these two sisters and their mom. And then the mom died. And then they find out they had a third sister. And guess what? They all have powers. Like, yeah, we know. It was called Charmed then, too. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I liked it then. I'm not going to like it now. It's so stupid. They're just they're they're trying to pretend like it didn't like it's not a remake. Like, yeah. And we're and but America's like, are you dumb? Yeah. <laughs> America's like, you don't remember your own network? You don't remember what you put out? Oh, my God. It's so stupid. Also so stupid. Sorry, this is a total tangent, but I just watched and I'm not kidding. It's a six and a half minute trailer for a TV show that's going to be on CBS called God Friended Me. 
What? It's insane. Listeners, I implore you. By the time this drops, it'll it's it's been months since this since this trailer dropped, but I implore you to look it up if you haven't already come across it on your own. God friended me to be in the on CBS this fall. And this six and a half minute trailer literally gives you at least the first five episodes plot. <laughs> like, it's like, I mean, if they've done a good, like, like, otherwise it's just the first episode's plot and you're like, what the fuck? Where do you go from here? But oh, like, no. but like the premise is it's this atheist kid who, whose dad, by the way, is played by um, Eli Pope from Scandal, <laughs> like Joe Morton. Okay. Okay. And so he's this atheist kid and he has a podcast and then he gets a friend request from God and he's like, ha ha, delete. And then it keeps happening. Like he keeps getting the same request from God and then, and then he just accepts it or something. And then immediately after that, it's like, oh, suggested friend john dove and then john dove happens to like fly like past him into a <gasps> and into the subway so he follows him into the subway and then john dove tries to kill himself and he saves john dove and then he john dove gets into the subway and he's like you saved my life and then he gets another thing like kara whatever the fuck right and he's like who is this person I mean, this is all in the trailer for a television show. I'm giving you the plot of the entire season one, probably. Jeez. It's insane. I, I can't. You just have to watch it. It's amazing. I'll watch it after we're it's done recording. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terribly amazing. Okay. Back on track. So, Simon, blah, blah, blah. Kevin and Lucy, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about Ruthie and Peter. Oh, Peter. Oh, Peter. So, Ruthie is in school. Are we supposed to understand that this is like the first day of school back? I yeah, because they weren't in school in the last episode. Like school hadn't started yet. They weren't. I don't think so. Hmm. Maybe I can't remember now. Okay, and whatever. So Ruthie's in school, and then fucking monkey lover shows up, y'all. Oh my yes, yes, uh, fucking monkey lover. She shows up. I was like, oh my god, monkey lover. But <laughs> she's voice. not alone. No. She's joined by what can only be described as a 17-year-old posing as a 12-year-old yeah, in high school. There's a 12-year-old and then Chewbacca standing he's right next legit, to her. He's so like, tall. He's a fucking giant man. Yeah. And he's supposed to be like Ruthie's age, I guess. And they're like giving her a bunch of shit. And then Peter comes to her defense. So I hear you had a rough summer. Yeah, what about it? Your brother ran over a guy? I hear he didn't get arrested because your brother-in-law's a cop. He didn't get arrested because it was an accident. It wasn't his fault. Not that it's any of your business. What's the problem? Nothing. I was just trying to be nice to Ruthie since she doesn't have any friends. Preacher's kids never have any friends. They're losers. So I guess your brother figures he doesn't have to obey the law. He answers to a higher authority. Huh? You're a coward, you know that? Why don't you pick on a man instead of Ruthie? You mean pick on you? As in fight you? Yeah, you. Want him to fight you? That's right. But uh, after you beat me up, and you will, you shut up about Simon Camden, and you beat up anyone who says anything about Simon Camden. Only if you last three minutes without crying or getting anything broke. Deal. Okay. First of all, three minutes? <laughs> three minutes. This is not a boxing round. That's that shit insane. lasts for a long time. Three minutes is such a long time to be pummeling little Peter. Yeah. Like, and guys, don't break anything. Like, who, who, who are you? And, and what are you doing? Why, why is it, Why is anything going to get broke? Okay. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Dude, I feel... What are these fucking, like, UFC fighting? Like, what are... Like, what do... It, it's just insane. Guys, when we say he's a giant, he's... A, fucking giant he's literally a foot and a half taller than peter i'm not even exaggerating and peter weighs as much as my calf let alone like (laughs) (laughs) let's be real it's more like my calf (laughs) but like he's you know he's just like he's he's this little little booby guy and this guy is legit like like you guys hear his voice, right? Yeah, yeah. He said, sa- I'm, not, "I'm not. I'm not. Like, I, 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 I was supposed to look it up, and I didn't. I wanted to see how old this kid, this actor was. Because I'm time, like, yeah. I'm like, there's no way he's not 17. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, you know, people like, really been find, there, done that. Like, like they couldn't find a different actor. Like, like 
this guy is not the right person to play this role. Like, you're supposed to be 12. Like, what is happening? I can't believe Monkey Lover came back. Fucking Monkey Lover. Ugh, I was I just trying bitch. to be Ru- I was trying to be nice to Ruthie since she doesn't have any friends. friends. Yeah, bitch. And she's a monkey lover. She should have said that. That would have been so clutch. Oh, dude. <laughs> it would have been cute if Ruthie's like, oh, shut up, bitch. I have a boyfriend. I know. And then, so anyway, so Peter strikes up this three-minute fight deal and then proceeds to get fully beaten up. Oh, dude. <laughs> and then, and then, so when Ruthie comes home, she has, she's no clue like that any of this is happening because he does this like unbeknownst to her. I know. Because he told, she told her to like let it go. And he's what? like, he's like, and of course, because Peter's like, well, like you can't just let them talk shit. And she's like, yeah, I can. You just ignore it. Like who gives a fuck? Classic Ruthie because yeah. she's so wise beyond her fucking years. And he's just like, no, if I pick on someone your own size. So anyway, so then he gets fully beaten up. And she calls him because they want, they're going to do algebra together or something. something like that. And he tells her and she's like, well, okay, I'm going to come over there. And he's like, well, if you're going to come anyway, can you bring ice? <laughs> ice and like the makeup bag or something? Oh, Did yeah. And say? Makeup. And makeup. Oh, God, I forgot about the makeup. And makeup. The big like makeup reveal though, and he yeah. turns around and he's wearing like lipstick. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> like Why? Poor kid. His lips are like fully lined yep. and like ridiculous looking. And and Ruthie's like, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> and and then rightfully is like, okay, either your mom or my dad, we have to tell someone about this. Like you can't you can't hide this from everybody. Like yeah. he goes he goes, okay, here's the plan. When my mom comes home, I'll be under the cover, she won't see my face. And then and then I'll and then when she tries to wake me up in the morning, I'll be impossible to wake up. And then she'll have to go to work and then I'll go to school. Like he's coming up with this plan. Like, of how he's gonna make sure everything is gonna work out just fine and he can go to school with bruises on his face. Because, you know, no one's going to question, favorite. like, domestic abuse no, no, or anything. Not like, yeah. not, not, not as long as wearing that makeup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favorite is, like, he's like, he's like, and so when she comes in the morning, I'll be impossible to wake up. <laughs> like, he literally talks like he's 40. I love him so much. He's so cute. Peter's the greatest. Did you see he was, he did, did we talk about that he's, like, part of the opening credits Yeah, now? he is. Hello. It's, it's really cute, man. <laughs> he's really cute. Um... And also not as blonde. Again, maybe, maybe th- in maybe. the first two episodes at the beach or whatever. Yeah, he looked like he Eminem. was platinum, but now he's like back to his normal like dirty blonde. Yeah, right. Which or is, maybe I just didn't notice how platinum it was. Maybe you got used to it. I got used to it. <laughs> like the sun this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what were we talking about? Oh, right. So then, long story short. Eric finds out. Yeah, right? he gets the door to pick up Ruthie yeah. and he wants to say bye to Peter and Peter's just like not opening the door. Yeah. Well, it's funny because Ruthie's like waiting outside on the stoop and Eric's like, why are you out here? And, and oh, like, yeah, where's yeah. Peter? And she's like, inside. And he goes, why are you out here? And Peter's inside. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's like he like forces him to open the door or whatever and sees the bruises and is like, what the fuck? And then rightfully says like because okay ruthie's whole thing is like she doesn't want to tell anybody because she doesn't want to burden her parents with any more bullshit they're already dealing with simon they're already dealing with grandpa they're already dealing with mary's pregnancy and all that shit i don't understand why mary's pregnancy is Is their concern i know whatever um but she's she's like i don't need to be one more thing i need to worry about like me being bullied and taunted at school and stuff and so eric's like okay but like you you can't control that and yeah. just because you got beaten up doesn't mean it's going to stop now anyway. So, like, whatever, dude. Like, yeah. you can't control that shit. All you can control is just, like, the shit that you can control, you know? And so, and then poor Ruthie's like, is this supposed to be a lesson? Because I don't care right now. Yeah, <laughs> dude. She's so on it. She's the greatest. I do want to play the scene of her and Eric talking before she leaves for... um peter's house like after she knows that he's been beaten up but before she leaves right um it's this moment in eric's office as she's trying to leave it's the greatest peter sounded uh, funny why did peter sound funny he didn't sound funny to me maybe he was just startled by your blatant attempts to listen in on our phone conversation please we just want some time to work on this stuff before peter's mom gets home 
Okay, just this one time, though. We, we prefer that you spend your time with Peter here, where someone is always available to snoop, and we know exactly what you're doing every single second. Thank you for being so honest. Well, give me a chance to thank you for the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I just, there's, there's something about the, the patter of yeah. that back and forth that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Like, and also, I'm going to go out on a limb. I, it's hard for me to like pinpoint it exactly just yet, but I feel like the dialogue... And the writing of the dialogue yeah. is like kicked up a notch this season. I think so. I'm 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 feeling less um like annoyed by it. Like yeah. there's something to the way that the characters are relating to each other that yeah. feels a little There's more conversation. Better. I don't know. They not more conversation. But yeah, they're relating to each other. They're communicating better than before. And and the and the it's coming out of their mouths better. You yeah. know, like, 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 like the literal words that are being used yeah. and stuff are feeling less like cheesy and gross That's, and more just yeah. like, okay, yeah, this feels like normal and yep. like real or whatever. Not um, like, oh my God, super sweet and so scared and so blah, blah. Like all these, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, when yeah. the emotion is so thick, b- b- like, and you're not focusing on the yeah, words. Exactly. And, the, and, and it's little things like this scene between Eric and Ruthie where like, you know, just like that kind of like snarky back and yeah. forth that, that I think happens in real life with between yeah. parents and children, especially 13 year old girls, you know, it's yeah. like where she's like blatant attempts at snooping, whatever. And he's like, Oh, give me a chance to return that. Thank you. And yeah. I'll, you know, it's like, it, it feels cooler than it ever has in the past, True. you know? I don't know. Maybe, may, maybe, um, maybe it's too early to like say that for sure, but I'm noticing it so mm-hmm. far for whatever that's worth. Oh, whatever that's worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about Chandler. Okay. I have a question. No, <laughs> I don't care. No, that's my I, answer I, to I, your I, question. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'm really supposed to believe that Roxanne and Chandler are done. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Oh, oh, that was it. That was your. That was the no. Because you know, I don't. I was thinking like, are they gonna bring <sighs> this back? I or mean, not? I don't know because the yeah, because like it comes up between Roxanne and um, Lucy, where yeah. Roxanne's a little jelly. Yeah, but so Lucy goes to the office to pick up a book and walks in on Chandler making out with what can only be described. As a 50-year-old woman, right? That's, in real life, that's his ex-wife. Shut up. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Wait, at the time she was already the ex? No, at the time, I think they're either dating or whatever. Shut the fuck up, T. Yeah, they, they were definitely married. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is so gross. Mm. She's so gross looking. <sighs> she... I'm sorry, and I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to like shame or be like shitty to another woman or whatever. But like, she looks, she's got that like hideous, dark ass fucking tan with the hideous platinum blonde, like literally white hair, and like all that eye makeup. She's wearing like fifty pounds of eyeliner and mascara, and I'm just like, oh honey, yeah, that that was a look. Oh honey, like. Oh my god! Yeah. That he was married to all of that. Yeah, yeah, they uh, were married. Please tell me Jason has better taste than that, bro. Those <laughs> those two, I swear, they their careers were awesome at some point, and then something happened to these guys. I don't know. Where they just fell off the face of the planet. Well, kinda, kinda, <laughs> yeah, they, kinda. You don't really no, see them. We didn't in anything. look him up. Like one of them at least is still working. No, th- I mean they're working. But but they're not like hot shit. No, yeah, they're they're yeah. definitely not. But and especially because like who is when it comes to men, like who remains hot shit for forty years besides Leo and George, like and Brad Pitt. Oh yeah, well, but see, even he's not really hot shit anymore. No, no, because he's not actually trying to. He's not acting as. That's much. what I'm saying. Like no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's producing and yeah, but all like, in the but back. that's my point. It's like like what man's career is that hot shit for 40 plus years i guess i mean i hear what you're saying 
Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's insane, dude. Like, I guess those... De Niro, obviously. Well, because <laughs> like, he's the fucking De Niro, shit. Pacino, all those guys, obviously. Yeah, they're the shit. But, um, yeah, man, I don't know. The, both these boys, they definitely had some shitty, I don't, I guess. Moments. Moments, yeah, in their most recent years. Okay, don't tell me that, because I really enjoy Chandler as a character. I do, I, too. And, I, and now I don't want to, like, have the real Jeremy in my head as I'm watching him. No. I know, Cause, I cause know. I just because I don't even know anything about these London brothers, so like I don't care. So like in my mind, it's Chandler's what I care about, you know. I swear, when I was younger, it just confused the shit out of me every time one of them was on screen. I'm like, which one is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of shit that you worried about as a kid. Like, which one is this, mom? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you watch a lot of movies, like I, I know, did, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. I'm glad you do. <laughs> patreoncom slash for heaven's sake pod. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's making out with this hideous woman but the, even that make out is so awkward because it's super tight close up you never even see her that woman's full face like yeah. it's so bizarre i don't know it was just it's just a little gross when you see like the cameras on their lips but even i mean you can correct me if i'm wrong but it felt like it was one of those all right action they like you see them going okay and like just kiss and then stop well, which is even more ridiculous now that i know they were together in real life because it's like what are you hesitating for <laughs> like i know? don't know it just felt like it like that editing was so off stupid. and then, yeah. it was very stupid yeah um but anyway so lucy walks in on this and then she's like what the fuck and she leaves and then she keeps like digging into him like what the fuck dude yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm a single man. I can do whatever I want. Like, le- like you're not the boss of me, basically. Yeah. Which good for him. I agree. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I I question his taste in women, but I agree that he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, he's not beholden to anyone. Yeah. Because Lucy's whole thing is like, well, Roxanne's not dating anyone, and he's like, that's fine. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. why do I need to do what she's doing? You know, like it's true. Um, but then. <laughs> And then um, he gets a phone call. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'd love to go to dinner with you. Oh, but I'm, you know, I'm afraid I'm busy tonight. No, I'm sorry, tomorrow too. Oh, yeah, yeah, Friday'd be great. All right, I'll see you then. You really think you should be dating women who go to this church? Don't most people meet people at work and date them? I don't know what most people do, but you're a minister. You're supposed to be doing God's work. You're a man of God. Yeah, I have to tell you, up until now, I never realized how attractive that was to women. Kind of enjoying getting over Roxanne. <laughs> Damn, Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I can't fault him. I don't. I don't care. Like, I don't know. What, are you? Do you? Are you offended? Like Lucy is. I'm not offended, but also like, dude, you got to be a little smart, though. I mean, a little more tactful. I would that, agree. That's all I'm saying. You are a minister. Yeah, and there this is, is a small here. fucking town. Yeah, um, it it's it's a town <laughs> dude we'll we'll talk about the fucking town business yeah. but uh, when he actually goes on this date yeah, with this so woman that that's my only thing like dude yeah go out date get over it whatever do what you got to do but just be a little smart well right and i think because that's the whole point is like when he does finally go out with this girl which will play the clip i think the i think the takeaway for him in that moment is like oh shit like I can't just willy-nilly yeah. keep dating a bunch of girls from the church because clearly there's, like, a fucking gossip circle happening. Yeah, man. And I'm part of it. And, like, I can't, you know, that's not going to work out well for me. Yep. So he goes on this date. And this bitch. <laughs> She's... <laughs> oh, my God. Literally, she doesn't even have a name. The character's no. name is Chandler's Date. <laughs> no, it's true. How are the Camdens? Uh, the Camdens are fine. How's Simon doing? Ooh, fine. It's so sad. Poor Simon. Do they have him on antidepressants? I have no idea. Antidepressants can be very helpful. So, um, have, have you ever been on antidepressants? No. Oh, I thought maybe that was why... That was why... Let's just change the subject. Where was I? Oh, um, poor Simon. Huh? And poor Reverend Camden. His whole family's falling apart. 
Mary marrying that homeless guy in the midst of a family tragedy, what is she thinking? What is she I thinking? don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to talk about the candidates Carlos anymore. is cute, bitch. Could you go back to the antidepressants? <laughs> Am I rumored to be on antidepressants? There is no shame in taking antidepressants, especially if there's been a death in the family. And, well, I know that it can affect your love life. Is that what people are thinking? Antidepressants wrecked my love life? Poor Chandler. Not my penis. Don't be embarrassed. With a little bit of patience and love from the right woman, and you'll be as good as new in no time. God willing, of course. I am not on antidepressants. And my love life is no one's business. You're our associate pastor. It's it's everybody's business. <laughs> Amen, sister. Oh, wake up, bro. <laughs> wake the fuck up, Chandler. My favorite part is he's like, wait, are people saying that I'm on antidepressants and that it ruined my love life? <laughs> he's like so like appalled by the thought of people thinking his dick don't work. Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> What? Poor Chandler. It's Poor like, woman, that, that's not a. That, that, no, don't continue this rumor. I know. Terrible. And that's the vibe that I was getting. Like, she's not listening to anything no, this guy is saying. What is she even. Like, did she just go on this date so she could, like, ask him a bunch of questions yeah. to feed the rumor mill? Like, Where were the Camptons? Like, it's like she doesn't care about him at all. Poor Chandler. <laughs> Mary marrying that homeless guy? What was she thinking? <laughs> like, who are you? Uh, Carlos, he's cute. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with those two crazy kids. Yeah, I want to see her like pregnant. Having, yeah, like go through the motions of pregnancy yeah, I, and have the kid and stuff. I want to see her pregnant and I want Carlos there. I want to see Spoiler these alert, two. I know we're going to see her pregnant. Good. I don't know when or in what context or whatever, but I know we see her pregnant. So. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, it'll be fun. And it'll probably be like at the end of the season or something. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, look, I'm about to pop yeah, the baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, coincidentally, a season's nine months long. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I feel like, do we do? Oh, no. Okay, we have to talk about the final scene between Detective Michaels and Simon. I'm, oh, yeah. So this big sting operation that Detective Michaels is on Dude. is... Um, a bunch of like young dudes walk into that store that he's working undercover in. Yeah. And dude. Okay. Legit though. Yeah, yeah. I, when I saw I him, knew, I knew you were going to have a comment. Yeah. I, well, no, well, I love it. Go. Cause you see him in the market and he's carrying conversation. I don't realize that. Like, I don't know who the bo- the boy or the guy is in the back. Is he undercover or if he's an employee? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why does Sergeant Michaels have another job? That's what I thought too. <laughs> when we first cut to him working the register yeah. and talking to the guy sweeping in the back, I was like, wait, so this whole thing was just a cover up that he has a second job? Right. That's what I thought. I was like, what? Is he not making any dough? That's like, what's happening? I legit had the same thought. I was like, poor guy. He's getting divorced. He doesn't have a family and he has to work the second job. <laughs> it's another sitcom if you or like another show if you wanted it to be but yeah dude Shit. i i really thought I'm like why does he have a second job <laughs> oh my god it's so great because he's wearing that rid- like ridiculous blue apron thing <laughs> oh my god it's so funny so oh man so these like hooligans or we're so led to believe walk in and then they're checking out and they've bar- they've purchased a package of like rollers, you know, like the like the paper yeah, that yeah, you yeah. roll your like zigzags in. or whatever yeah. they're called. And um, so then Michael's like clocks those or whatever. They do this like crazy like close up shot of them or whatever. Like Ooh, yeah, look what they're buying. They're clearly bad news. And um, and then he goes oh you know Glen Oak PD pulls out his badge. He's like all of you are free to go except you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and immediately it was like so obvious that this is obviously the older brother yeah. of the kid that simon um accidentally ran over and so cut to mm-hmm. michaels comes over to the house to talk to simon yep before we play this clip and honestly i might not even mm. i need to hear from you yeah what the fuck you made of this moment, this scene between these two? Uh, that this boy was, he was the one that, I don't know, basically that 
for him not to feel guilty in the end. Like, I don't like everyone carries a good amount of weight here in the sense of what the fuck happened to this little boy. Like, I just don't understand it. I don't understand what the point I was. I don't understand why Detective Michaels comes to Simon with this information. To tell him, like, what? And the, the older brother gives uh, his younger brother pot? So what? So basically, like, try, trying to insinuate that, like, had he not done that, the kid wouldn't have ridden his bike into the street without a helmet, and then Simon couldn't have run him over? Like, it's all because the brothers gave the kid pot? Well, like, that's what caused all of this? Well, not only that, though. I don't think it's it's about that in, you know... Him like, oh, him not wearing a helmet and then like obviously going into the street and him getting No, but I legit think that's what Michaels is trying to say because then Simon's like, who else knows about this? Well, I also... Why would that matter? No, also, yeah, I know that part is weird, but also I think it's him trying to tell him like the the kid, the older brother is going to lash out at you because he also carries responsibility. Yeah, but Simon already knew he was going to lash out at him. So who cares? Yeah, but he's trying to like, I think he's trying to get into Simon's head. Like, dude, you're not the only one that is suffering here. The other, the older brother is too. I think he's trying to convince him to stay or to give him another. You think that's what that's about? I think maybe. Well, it doesn't maybe. work. <laughs> I know. Trust me. It falls flat. Like this is this is both of us maybe trying to give credit. No, see, I'm not. I legit watched this scene over and over again, trying to figure out what is happening in it. Because, okay, verbatim, okay, detective walks in and goes, hypothetically say there was this really good kid who accidentally ran over this kid who wasn't wearing a helmet and it was this big accident and hypothetically say that kid's big brother had and no 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 and and hypothetically say that say that 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 this kid was already was already troubled cuz he was smoking pot so him him not wearing a helmet um you know wasn't the end of the world like or wasn't the biggest issue that his parents had to deal yeah. with that day and hypothetically let's say that that kid's older brother was the one who was pot you know dealing the pot to his little brother hypothetically like da 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 and then and then and then um and then he goes you know this kid the this big brother is going down a path himself and if he doesn't stop soon like we like i don't know you know he might have the same fate of his little as, as his little brother and then simon goes who else knows about this yeah and because like, i i i I agree. Like it like all. What like what is the point of any because of this? In episode one or two, I can't remember this, but when Sergeant Michaels basically tells Eric, I think over the phone, like I think you guys need to keep Simon at home or something like something like that. Okay, so I'm supposed to assume that Sergeant Michaels knows or Detective Michaels knows what Simon is up to in the sense of getting out of school, you know, testing out and trying to go to college. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. So when you hear Simon saying or asking, does anybody else know? And he said, no, that's all he needs to know because he's going to, he's going to, he's going to ride on that fact that there's this kid at school that doesn't want me there. And I just want to stay far away. Yeah, but that's the point, though, is he was going to stay far away anyway because of that kid and his guilt and Simon's guilt. So so what does it matter that now the older kid brother also has guilt? Like, who cares? That way, Eric and Annie don't get involved to keep him staying home. This is Simon's way of making sure no one else finds out mm. and try to convince him or try to go talk to the kid. Hmm. That, that's what I think. Interesting, interesting. Because Simon, if he's like the real Camden that we know, being sneaky and trying to use information for his own leverage, that's what I'm so thinking. So you went that way. See, I went, I went the other way. When he says, who else knows about this? I was like, oh, see, that's Simon continuing to bear the burden by saying like, no one else needs to know that he dealt the pot to his brother. Like, I'll still bear the burden of the responsibility. Let oh. him not have to deal with that in that's, the public eye. That's probably part of it too. I wouldn't be surprised if that. that's also that like, you know, because that's where want, I went with that. Yeah, line. but he definitely wants to hold on to this. I guess Simon right. doesn't want to let go. I guess you're totally pretty much on the money there. I think I think you're right. I think you're right that it's exactly that. It's about Simon hanging on to this yeah. guilt and these feelings of like responsibility to then propel him forward into the next phase of his yeah. existence. 
Because he's not ready Interesting. to. Interesting. He he's not ready to forgive himself. Interesting. But Detective Michaels doesn't. So when that conversation ends and Simon goes back inside, you would think if what you're saying, if you, if your theory holds, right? Um, you would think then Detective Michaels would almost look like, damn, it didn't work. <laughs> but Michaels is like happy about how that went. Yeah. I don't know then. Uh, yeah, right? It's fucking stupid and pointless and it doesn't make any sense. And it's like, what, what are we trying to convey here? Like, yeah. what is the innuendo of this scene? Th- this um, episode, v- f- um, it felt choppy and sloppy when it comes to like, what do you want from me here? A little bit little bit it had a lot of that for me in random air i'm like okay so what 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 yeah what am i supposed to think or take away from this and the fact that it's called pk and basically that just boils down to like okay so this episode is about being a preacher's kid but not really because that doesn't have anything to do with anything yeah it's weird whatever that scrutiny is i don't get it yeah i don't get it either yeah that's an astute observation i do want to play this clip between um, Ruthie and Simon in the okay. hallway. It's after Ruthie's been, you know, taunted at school and after she's lied to Eric about it because she doesn't want to burden him. Yeah. And then she's going up to her room and Simon like catches her in the hall. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing? Fine. But I'm not in school. Bye. Wait. How is school? Great. Except for algebra. You're lying. No one said anything to you about me? Why would they? Because I'm your brother and the the kid on the bike was your age. He didn't go to my school. Look, you don't have to protect me. I have it easier than you. I'm not in school. Simon, no one has it harder than you. I love that. Dude, she hugs him. I know. And says that. It's so cute. Uh, I, don't you get a little sappy and happy when you see those two together on I screen? I love it. And it doesn't happen anymore. I and know. it was like so cute to see them on screen together yeah, like this have, again. They really have awesome chemistry. They're like, so they, great. They feed off each other's energy. I don't know. There's, it's cute. It's so much fun. I when know. When they give each other shit and when they play and when they're like, you know, cute, cute like this. I know. I, I I like them. That's her. I mean, that's her yeah. big brother right there. You know, like and every time they hug, I'm like, dude, now you can feel an age gap. <laughs> oh my god, for real. And, and it's and it is a legit. It's a dude, five year age gap. Dude, has Ruthie not gotten taller she in hasn't. the past like three seasons? She really hasn't. She hasn't had her spurt. I don't even know if she ever did because she's a, still a pretty petite. Yeah, little yeah no, girl. she's yeah, she is a tiny girl. Like Lucy, Lucy's tiny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know. I'm like, is this girl gonna gain an inch? <laughs> maybe, maybe by the end of the season the series right? like she'll have gained an inch or two she's just there whatever she's super cute but um, she is but yeah you're right like simon shot up like a bean and then yeah, like now it's like so disparate you know when they were just like little babies together for a while what are we doing oh my god that's so cute i'll just in my head in my like my favorite like when i think of simon in my head i think of little baby 10 year old Simon asking about heaven. Like I just, I'll never let go of that image in my head of Simon, like, like sitting on the stairs with a map of heaven, like or a map of the the sky or whatever, like talking to Ruthie and Ruthie, like dropping knowledge about how like, you know, you like you go to where you came from, all that shit that she says and all like, I love it. This is so cute. And the smoking cigarettes was a fun episode. (laughs) And that little bitch. (laughs) No, everyone knows it's not going to be my idea. (laughs) (laughs) Little shit. Oh, man. Okay. Do we do it? I think so. I feel good. I think we're good. All right. Well, let's rate it then. (laughs) (laughs) What's the most annoying sound in the world? (laughs) (laughs) Not it. Sorry. Thumb up, thumb down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that annoy me. But again, the tone is a little different. That makes it fun. And there's some I like the humor in this here and there. So nailed it. I think that's exactly the same reasons I'd give it a thumb up, thumb down. Yeah. I, tone. I think tonally there's something happening this yeah. season that I'm on board for. Yeah. And 
that I'm like excited to sort of see progress and develop over the course of the next 20, however, 20 episodes. Um, and, but then also it's just like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Like, and, and, and it's, it's what, it's what you said earlier too. Like that, that choppiness, that yeah. sort of non cohesiveness of yep. all the storylines and like, what are we really trying to do here? Like, what's the message? Or like you can whatever. say enough positive things and then you go, but yeah, yeah, like exactly. There, there is a heavy butt. Exactly. <laughs> Damn, that butt is heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> oh man. So, is that all we do? We rate it and then we're done, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm like rusty, which I'm not, but I don't know. Um, so, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on all the places that you can get podcasts. You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod all the places of social media um or send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com um also you can subscribe to our patreon at patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod to get two bonus episodes a month of us doing live commentary on movies that t has seen that i have not which if you know this show you know is millions of movies yeah we so. just named one already yeah exactly recording <laughs> exactly um so that's at patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod and until next time bye bye monkey lover <laughs>